Welcome everyone, and thank you for joining the Society for Clinical Research Sites for SCRS Talks. I'm Jimmy Bechtel, the Vice President of Site Engagement with the Society. SCRS Talks allows our partners and those that we work closely with to take a few minutes to address issues of industry concern, share exciting achievements, and learn more about our community. Today, we're lucky to have Mike Clay, who is the Chief Operating Officer at Javara. He's here to discuss with us how Javara came to be the recipient of the 2022 Site Patient Recruitment Innovation Award, or SPRIA. Thanks for being here with us, Mike. And if you wouldn't mind, we'd love to hear a little bit more about you and Javara. Jimmy, thank you. It's certainly an honor to be here, and we're, we're certainly grateful for winning the, the SPREA Award this year. Um, so my background, my, my name is Mike Clay, Chief Operating Officer of Javara. My, my background is really 26 years in clinical development, uh, very focused on working with biopharma companies and their development endeavors, and certainly um, really enjoy you know, being part of that cutting edge of research and development for new pharmaceutical products. Um, you know, my background at um, Javara is really focused on uh, leading our operational team. So all of our site operations, in addition to what we're doing from a patient recruitment perspective, in addition to quality assurance, as well as our um, e-clinical team, which helps us connect all of our clinical solutions that we're deploying um, to make sure that it's very interconnected for what's happening in site operations all the way through to the patient experience as well. That's great. Thank you. And again, thank you for being here. And uh, another congratulations to the Javara team for the recipiency of that award, which is handed out, um, awarded at the 2022 Global Site Solutions Summit taking place just recently back in October of 2022. Mike, uh, speaking of that, why don't you tell us a little bit about the recruitment strategy that you all submitted for the SPRIA award and, and uh, uh, ultimately were the recipient of that award? Well, when we, we thought about, you know, where can we highlight some of our recruitment activities. And when you think about innovation, one thing that stands out to me about innovation is innovation generally people will think is a result of some new technology that's deployed. But actually innovation by definition, it's taking what's working well, improving it, changing the process, maybe adding some technology um, to, to be more innovative, right? So that's, that's one approach when we were thinking about, you know, what are we doing as an organization? to bring new patients and introduce them into clinical research as part of their continuum of care, we really looked at one study in particular that was an infectious disease study for RSV. It's a vaccine trial. We had a very high number of patients to, to enroll, uh, approximately 600 across all of our Javar locations. And for one location in particular, we, we knew that enrolling 600 patients, but it really, we have to get down to the community level. So there's a lot of community outreach that happens for research. There's also um, known patient um, that we have within our EHR so that we can reach out to those. But then there's also patients just generally out there that we can outreach to from a, from a technology perspective using social media. So, so really, it's taking all these different disciplines of patient recruitment and acquisition and really thinking about what's in it for the patient population. Who are the patients that we're trying to reach that meet the enrollment criteria? 
And, you know, how can we make this a very positive experience for the patient through their continuum of care? So for one location in particular, we had a goal of 100 patients. Um, we also um, knew that we needed to really have a very diverse outreach to, to get to some underrepresented communities um, around this location as well. So really, we, we did a, a very grassroots effort um, deploying um, our community team to, to really work closely with the site, but also in the surrounding areas to be part of the community, because that's where, as a clinical research organization, we, we have a responsibility to not just go to communities when we need to recruit for a study, but actually be part of that community. And that's certainly one, one of the approaches that we took to, to really get to know the community, where those needs are, and, and certainly present those individuals with an opportunity to participate. So that was really coupled with working through our physicians who we partner with, right? We, we partner as Javar with large healthcare systems. And through that relationship, we, we do have access to their EHR. So we were able to meet um, and identify patients who met the inclusion exclusion criteria, work through the physicians who we work very closely with within those large healthcare systems to also bring them in. But for any study that has a very high volume of, of patients, we also need a way to really answer questions on a proactive basis, make sure that we're um, processing a, a large number of, of patient interests that, that may be coming in either by phone, um, email, whatever the case may be. So Javar has launched Genesis, and Genesis is our patient engagement center that is responsible for fielding, you know, just a very large number of, of inbound calls from patients who want to participate or callbacks from our outbound recruitment strategies. So you know, really, even this year, we've been able to process over 100,000 inbound patient interest calls, which we're, we're very pleased that Genesis is this tremendous engine, I think, for taking all the different means of patient recruitment, bringing them to a central location, and making sure we're maintaining a very um, high level of satisfaction for patient interactions. That's great, Mike. It's really wonderful to hear the refreshing context around innovation, right? Because you're right. We do tend to think of innovation as the next piece of technology or the cool bobble or or whatever it is, and don't really uh, step back to think that their innovation can happen in other forms and in other ways and be applied to other things. It was also really great to hear the focus that you all had on diversity in, in your clinical trials for, for RSV. I think that's a really important component uh, to what we do as clinical researchers and how we approach our recruitment strategy. So I appreciate you mentioning um, that and bringing that to, to, to the table in this particular instance. So I know that you all collaborated with Greater Gift for this. Um, how did you guys get the idea to collaborate with them and what did that collaboration look like? Well, Greater Gift is an organization that's really based on giving back to the communities in which we, we operate. And, you know, that can be either by giving participants or even individuals who are interested in learning more about the trial or participating in the trial. We're able to donate a vaccine um, dose to, uh, let's say, a person in need. We're able to provide a meal to a hungry child. So it's it's really it begins uh, with that virtuous cycle 
of a lot of people participate in research because they also believe it's giving back to the community. And this just is a, a very tangible way to do that. So we were able to engage Greater Gift to basically take individuals who are coming in, screening for the trial, and let them know regardless of outcome, even if you don't meet the criteria, we're going to provide a gift back to the community in which um, you live for your, your participation. Um, you know, going back to some of the, the need for really engaging um, the underrepresented communities, uh, we were able to, out of the 131 patients we enrolled at this particular location, uh, 21% came from uh, those URM communities. So we're very proud of, of that and want to make sure that, you know, when we when we go into my comments earlier to communities, we're, we're creating a durable, lasting, very positive um, environment for individuals to be interested in research, to understand research, and also be, you know, uh, interested in participating again in the future because they know it does give back in many ways to to the community and greater gift is just an excellent mechanism it's not specific to javara by any means it's um, working with a lot of biopharma sponsors as well right now um, to to really help give back to those communities in which we're engaging from a from a research and development perspective absolutely compute community giving back is really a critical piece as well to long-term clinical research, right? And making sure that community is comfortable, trusting of what we do uh, for them in, in our communities, I think is a, is a critical piece. So I applaud you all for, for that consideration, incorporating that into the, the grand strategy for what you did. Looking back, would you do anything differently or what also, I guess, coupled with that, what outreach mediums do you feel might've had the most impact with, with what you, uh, employed? Yeah, really great questions, Jimmy. Thank you. Um, so two things. One, beginning that community engagement process, it's it's not something that we started as part of these trials, but very quickly we realized this is something that does not stop. It continues in, in perpetuity. So I think a learning for us as an organization is really, you know, continuing. That's what we're deploying now is making sure we have these longstanding, durable community um, engagements that, that just continue and not based on need, but based on just education about um, research and what that means to be part of research. I think when I, I consider the different mediums, there is there is very little substitute for physically meeting patients, right? Getting out in the communities and and meeting them in person. That's always the the most ideal. Um, the next, as I mentioned with Genesis, it's really that initial communication, right? Having having that first line of, of contact with patients, either by phone or email, really taking a very careful approach to that because how a patient, a potential study patient will, will view clinical research is all based on that interaction with those individuals. So through Genesis, we actually measure sentiment scores based on how people are feeling during the course of that conversation. So we're measuring, you know, different inflections in what's being said, the different words that are being used. And we're actually able to score, is this patient having a, a good experience on, on the phone with, with our patient engagement team? Or is there something that we need to, to make sure that we are um, diving into a little bit more, more deeply to make sure we're having the right types of conversations with potential 
patients. So being involved in a community, the most important thing is consistency, starting early, making sure that 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 engagement with the community continues, regardless if there is a trial, if, if there's an actual need for research, it's all about continuing to communicate and educate about clinical research, what that means and how it can benefit the community overall. That's great, Mike. I appreciate the attention and the consideration around patient perception. It's too often that our recruitment campaigns and the outreach that we do as an industry is really one note, kind of one liner. Uh, it, it, it is what it is. We send out an email campaign or we put out posters or flyers and it doesn't really go to speak to the patient as an individual or adjust based on patient interest and needs. So really cool aspect of what you all did um, with, with your Genesis platform to, to incorporate some of that perception and and adjust as time went on and as things as necessary. What advice do you have for sites who might be facing recruitment challenges? You know, Jimmy, I think any site out there, I remember at the opening of SCRS, it was a show of hands. And one of the biggest challenges every single site sponsor CRO face is enrolling patients, right? Finding the right patients at the right time for the right study. And uh, it's something I think that we all as just an industry, um, so many people are working so hard to to solve for this, right? And it's all for the sake of, you know, ease of the patients, making sure we're screening the right patients, making sure we're not placing any undue burden on the patient or, or their families. Um, so anyone that's out there facing recruitment challenges right now, I would say one of the most important things is is just being very open-minded, right? Thinking about, okay, let me put myself in the shoes of a potential study patient. Um, how do I want to be interacted with? Where am I? How can, how would it be effective? Let's say I'm coming in for my annual um, physical, and am I being, you know, mad? Is somebody actually talk just talking to me about research based on my background? That can be. That is where, you know, honestly, we get a majority of our patients for trials just through our our very strong partnerships with our large healthcare systems that, that we work very closely with and making sure that, um, you know, that, uh, you know, be visible in your community as well. It's another, another piece of advice. Is, you know, we've had examples of certain locations being involved in the local parade, um, being involved in certain, you know, activities based on um, either a diabetes forum or a, you know, a heart health uh, run uh, race, you know, uh, depending upon what that forum is. But I would say, you know, be visible, work not only within the physicians, within your location, expand out, go meet others who may be interested for their patients to participate in research, but uh, may not be participating themselves um, in in research as, as well. So, uh, you know, it's going to be unique. And I think that's something that we've all realized is recruiting patients at every location, it's different. So really understand, think about your patient population and the community in which you're, you're working in and, and what can be meaningful and impactful to that community. 
those partnerships and relationships and, and collaboration within your community, I think, uh, to your point, Mike, can really go a long way. Uh, seems like something that can be relatively low effort, but have high impact, uh, especially when it becomes to developing relationships with these other organizations within your community. I also liked that you had mentioned the the it brings visibility to the community as well for for patients. So thank you for m mentioning that point. What does receiving this award mean for you and and Javara, your your organization? You know, I, first of all, I want to say that there were two other uh, nominees as well, and what I what I really appreciated about the three of us um, being nominated is that we were all really taking very similar approaches, right? It's, a, it's, a, it's about a patient first approach and making sure that um, we're always placing the, the patient at the forefront of, of research as a part of their, their care continuum. Um, the, the other part that really was, that's really meaningful to us as an organization is, you know, this to me was a, a, a representation of so many people around Javara and our healthcare partners. It was a validation of, you know, a lot of effort, time, thought that has gone into, you know, trying to be the best stewards of patient care and how we are being good stewards of of just the the patient health that we're we're entrusted in. So, you know, uh, and I think it's also it's it's a bit of validation we're headed in the right direction but I, I we take it as you know this is this is this is great very you know pleased to be um awarded the spree award very humbled by that um but to us it's a it's a sign just to keep going keep improving keep evolving keep innovating uh to to ensure we're having the best patient experience possible i hope that it also serves as a inspiration to other sites that are out there, given some of the points that you had made previously and, and sites that might not have applied for this award or are looking to, as, as we talked about, improve their recruitment capabilities or solve some of their challenges can look to some of what you have done, as well as our other finalists for, again, inspiration in that space. Is there anything Mike, as we conclude here, you'd like to share with our industry partners that might be listening and how they might support or continue to support innovative recruitment methods for the sites that they're working with. Sure, I would. I would really encourage you know the industry as a whole to really think about patient engagement as you know not something transactional for a trial, but but a lifelong educational opportunity for patients everywhere. So for people in general, right, I think there's there still continues to be um, either a, a lack of understanding about clinical research and, and the value it can bring in the continuum of care to patients, um, but also just, just really focusing not only on the locations where where patients are, but but maybe new areas, right? We have a lot of underserved communities out there with really talented um, physicians and also very, um, you know, patient, very much patients in need as well that, that are, are looking for treatment alternatives. They're, they're willing to participate, but sometimes I think as an industry, we, we continue to go to the same locations and the same patient populations, but as a whole, we need to approach this as 
a community um, engagement focus. We need to look at this as uh, just a population education uh, approach and also making sure that, you know, we're just uh, thinking about clinical research as part of the care continuum for patients. When I say patients, um, Jimmy, I mean, I'm talking about us, right? I'm talking about everybody. Everybody can be a patient of, of, of you know, one sort or another. So it's really about getting, getting that um, educational approach, the community engagement, and continuing to really build partnerships with people everywhere to, to encourage them to participate in, in research. Um, and the final point I make is, you know, there's a dramatic need for new investigators, right? Um, to tap into these new populations, we constantly, as an industry, need to be going to new um, investigators, new physicians who want to participate in research. I think we, we do, as an industry, sometimes have uh, this tendency to go back to the same investigators, the same KOLs over and over again, but we'll never meet the growing need for patient enrollment. Um, we're, we're growing this need just even in the U.S., I think, by almost 10 percent every year, yet we try to go back to the same investigators over and over again. So um, we just need to build that investigator community just as much as we're building that awareness and education within the, the patient communities as well. Mike, that's a great place to end things on. Uh, if I was to take one word out of the conversation we had today, that word would be partnership. I think your work that you've done, what you've been able to do in your community and what you're encouraging everyone to do um, amongst us to help solve some of the present and future challenges in clinical research is deeper and stronger partnerships. So uh, thank you for making all of the wonderful points that you did and then sharing with us what uh, you had done as an organization to uh, win this award. Uh, again, thank you for being here with us today. Congratulations again. Um, and we look forward to seeing the future of the work that Javara continues to do on behalf of the research patients. Thank you, Jimmy. It's, it's certainly been a pleasure and uh, really appreciate the time and the trust from SCRS and, and the clinical research community. Thank you. Everyone, make sure that you register for our upcoming summits being held throughout 2023 by visiting our summit page. While you're on our website, myscrs.org, be sure to check out our other publications made for the community in the publications of our website as well. We appreciate your participation and listening to today's program and look forward to having you join us for more great content coming out very soon. Thanks for listening.